0: Welcome back to our show. Welcome back,
1: everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel.
0: Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing?
1: I am feeling fantastic because I am run by whether the sun is out or not. So today is a good day for me.
0: Ah, So your moods are connected to whether the sun is out. Yeah. Yeah. It's -hmm. beautiful.
1: I know some people
0: are like, you should be however...
1: You know, you should be light and, and bright and bring the sun with you. Yeah, I am working on that part of my life. <laughs> right now, I huh. if the sun is out, chances are it's going to be a really, really good day.
0: Oh, good. And if
1: it's dark, it's kind of like, I'm just going to roll over and try again tomorrow.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, spring must be a little tough for you then.
1: I mean. Yes. But last weekend was fantastic uh-huh. in the sense that I made the most of a, a drearier situation. I went furniture shopping. Girl, don't you hate
0: furniture shopping, though? I
1: loathe it. I can't <laughs> stand. it's all, And it's not that I'm not excited because I want furniture in my house. Yes. And I want new things. I don't want to get excited. But it is so hard for me. Like, some people find math hard. Uh-huh. I find putting the right chair at the right color with the mm-hmm. right accent it drives me mad. And I know you know this because, uh-huh. like, you
0: you hear me say, I don't know what to do all the time. And, well, it's so tricky, yeah. though, because you go to the stores and they have it all set up. And it's like, ooh, I could do that. And then when it comes to the house, you're like, ooh, I thought I could do it that. Doesn't but does look right.
1: Like, oh Maybe that's yeah. not. No, it's it a
0: lot mean. bigger than I was expecting it
1: to be. It's mm-hmm. actually very stressful for me. It's traumatic and sometimes people like just pick a color I'm like you don't understand (laughs) if I I can only have somebody who knows what they're doing to just come in and make it pretty I
0: swear that's all I want just make it pretty I I think you're in the right spot right then right now (laughs) you're in the right spot right because we have a guest today yes we do
1: we always like to bring people who know better than us. And that makes me so happy because between you and I, and I don't think we're getting very far. Uh, 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 no. Who no. do we have with us today?
0: Well, today's guest is Dara Sebafia. and she is an interior direct- decorator behind the Mixie Experience Interior Designs. It's a California-based team, and they focus on translating their clients' ideas and personalities into a functional design that they will love. Oh, this sounds really good.
1: I am so excited you are here, Dara. Hi. Hi.
0: Hello. So, Dara, we have to ask you, like, how does someone like yourself get into interior decorating?
2: Well, I've always been a creative soul. Um, I always loved colors, textures, art, and that's always been within me. But where this journey started, actually, interesting story, is um, when I was trying to step away from the corporate life Mm-hmm. And trying to make some money on the side, I started cleaning people's homes.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: every time I went to somebody's home and I would clean it silently, I would say, Oh, she should have just moved this there and changed the color here. And maybe she wouldn't have to ask me to come so much if she was a little bit more organized in this area. And I She's would just about sometimes me, give them little suggestions, and they loved it. And my so starting from the bottom journey, cleaning homes, slowly turned into me decorating people's homes.
0: Wow. I'm amazed.
2: That,
1: you yeah, know- it's it's got to be something that's in you. Just like you said, you are creative naturally and you look around and you say, I just look through magazines and say, oh, that's pretty. Oh, that's pretty. But I, I hear something different there. Yeah. One of my biggest things that I don't understand is that. When we introduced you, we said you are an interior decorator, but I've also heard the term interior designer, and I really don't understand the difference. Could you help me out with that?
2: Sure. So, an interior designer—that is more on the architectural standpoint. So they went to school for all that beautiful math that we all love to hate, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they handle more of like demolishing. Um, or bigger projects like commercial projects as well. Okay. Now, for an interior decorator, it's like we actually work hand in hand. We come in to finish the project to help the client be completely happy with the end project so they do all the ugly parts in the beginning and then we come in and we come in with the decor with the color palettes with the functionality for the place and that's what ties the whole project together
0: that's that's interesting like so you come into a space and it's a basically a blank space do you like How do you work with your clients like how do you get that process going like yeah I want to know the process page like like Twanda she knows what she wants on the on the magazine page right but she wants that in her family room right so how do you work with clients to get from the magazine page to in their in their space so
2: First, sometimes or most of the time, it's actually not a blank canvas. Okay. Um, most times, the clients want you to work with what they have mm. in their home. Okay. Uh, they want me to help them declutter a space or add what's in the home already. That's one. Okay. Um, two, I give my clients a survey. I kind of call it like I'm their Dr. Phil first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, I ask a lot of personal questions, mm-hmm. to because every room, there's energy in it, you know, that's where the spiritual standpoint comes in for me. Yeah. Uh, whenever you do like a reveal for a home, they're not going to say, oh my gosh, I just love this blue curtain and I love this forest green couch. It's a feeling that they love. They come into the room and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this feels exactly how I want it to be." So, with that being said, I ask about how do you want to feel in this space? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you like a minimalist standpoint? You know, Um, what do you do on an everyday basis? You know, Mm -hmm. so I really like. We're in a whole relationship during the process. Just
0: in a whole relationship.
2: Wow, and I'm just
1: thinking. Hmm, that sounds like I think I'm pretty easy to get along with, right? And I've talked to you a couple of times, and you seem pretty easy to get along with. I'm sure everybody is not easy to get along
2: with. No, no, not at all. Because um, it's sometimes it's hard to tell somebody what really their style is versus what they're telling you. You know, I've had somebody that said, for instance, "Oh, I love." the luxurious style. Mm -hmm. But when they're answering the questions that I have for them, like, what type of stores do you like to go to, you know, and they're like, you know, Facebook marketplace, or, you know, the thrift Mm -hmm. shop. (laughs) So sometimes they don't mesh. So it's Mm -hmm. my job to explain to them, well, really, your style is like this. And we can make this feeling, you know, be exactly how you want it to be. If you let me do my part. So it's a right. trust. Like it's a huge right. trust factor. And not mm-hmm. it's not always easy for some people to trust. Right.
0: Um,
2: but I make the experience as easygoing, fun. This is not supposed to be stressful. Like that's my job. Hmm.
1: No, that that makes sense. I was I was just thinking that I know, again, I'm gonna stick with the idea that. I am easy to work with. I'll tell you, this is what I think I want. But if you have a good idea, you know I can go with that. The question I hate the most is, "What style do you like? Traditional, modern, classic, rustic?" And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know.
2: I don't even know. And if I try, questions are really good for Mm -hmm. people to take because I'll start asking on. Different colors, what different colors do you like? You know, Mm -hmm. but then sometimes I twist and say, What is your fashion style like? Because those little things intertwine with the style within your home as well. So I ask questions that kind of like I really dig into who you really are, and then I find decor pieces that can speak your language, your love language. Oh, oh wow.
0: There's a, there's I, like I love a, that. <laughs> I know this interior, like love language. I never, you know, d- decorating. I hadn't thought about it, but there is something that makes you very connected to your space. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and it does depend on, you know, how you feel, like how does it, that space make you feel? And if plush things do it for you, or if you like, you know, very modern sleek you know, straight, I can imagine it, it gives up a very different feel. And if that's not your thing, that's not your love language. And it wouldn't be a good thing to walk right. into that every day. Right. Yeah, I, it,
1: I wish I had spent more time and it's not too late because I'm still working in my house. Um, thinking, taking it from that angle too. How do I want it to feel? I've been mm-hmm. so, I my idea was, what does it look like? And what is it, you know, but if I focused on how does it how should it feel? What do I want it to feel like Mm -hmm. when I come into the room? I think I I would, it would spark other
2: ideas in my head for what I'd like. That's the number one question. And I ask that same question more than me as well. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes as we're going through choosing decor pieces, I'll ask again, Mm -hmm. So, how do you want this place to feel? And nine times out of 10, there are there are some changes already because they're getting more in tune with themselves. And sometimes we go a different direction at the end than what we thought we were going to start with.
0: Wow. Is it helpful to you when people bring you magazines and things and say, I love this or I love that, or does it confuse them? I mean, I'm not sure. So I usually ask people, do you have a Pinterest
2: board? Do you have a folder in your Instagram where you save a lot of pictures? And then I will ask them for three top pictures that gotcha. they like. gotcha. And then for each picture, I'll specifically ask, what do you like from these pictures? Mm-hmm. And from that and from the other uh, questions that they answered, I'll map out styles that will connect with the conversations that we've had and with the questions that they answered in the survey. Gotcha. You feel like... Um, a house whisperer or
1: something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, you You know, you go deep and you find, you know, how do I help this house make its family, make its people happy? And then you learn about the people. It feels like a science now, more yeah. so than just a vocation. It just it feels like the science of learning the people and helping their living space match who they are and mm-hmm. how they like to see themselves which again I've never thought that close that, that deeply
2: you, uh, have about to. That. you know you didn't have somebody that says I want a plush bedroom with white linen but then they also told me that they have a baby that's nine months
0: <laughs> not practical yeah that's probably not not a idea. Good idea.
2: right so yeah. it's my job to come in and say sweetie <laughs> sounds <laughs> yeah. amazing yeah but likelihood of that staying clean mm, <laughs> you know right right
1: yeah, yeah. Well, i, I guess you know I was, I was thinking about like an almost white couch ramel <laughs> <laughs> it's very beautiful but if you ask me what i want people to feel when they walk into the room mm-hmm. and what i want them to think i would want I would want them to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and relaxed and and more casual. And there's no way that white couch is going to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. But it's so pretty in
2: the picture, though. (laughs) And then what I would say is, would you like to have a room that's like a showroom in your home? Because a lot Mm -hmm. of people do that where Mm -hmm. they can still love that white couch.
1: Mm -hmm. Or
2: will you be that person like, hey, y'all, come into my home, but don't sit on that couch. Oh, see, I don't want
1: that house. Thank you. See, you know what? My husband talks to me after this. He's going to be like, I thought you wanted the white couch. And I was like, no, I talked to Dara. And you know what? She just helped me see why I like it, but it's not appropriate for the feel I'm getting for my room. Oh, my goodness, Dara, I'm going to owe you money by the time (laughs) we finish this
0: conversation. (laughs) Well, okay, so Twanda, she's a gem. She She just wants anything that you tell her. (laughs) That look good in room, <laughs> right. But I'm sure not all of your clients are like that. So, is there ever a time where you felt like you had to disconnect or fire a client, basically? Yes. Yes. It's
2: a lot more common than what people would think. And of course, you don't want that to happen. Okay. But there's some people that are just extremely indecisive. And, you know, my time though is money and I have other projects that I'm working on as well. So I give each client a a very structured um, plan process for us to get to plan A to plan Z. And I've had a couple of, you know, uh, clients I've gone back and forth so many times that now it's past my hours. And sometimes they think that they can do it themselves. Sometimes they think, oh, I got this information from her and I think she went to the store. I can do the rest by myself. Mm-hmm. And then nine times out of 10, maybe a couple of months later, they'll come back. I don't know how you do it. I can't. <laughs> do you think you can work back with me? Uh, no. You know, um. Oh. You say once it's over, it's over, no looking back? Um, Just depending on what it is. You know, if it's this, if it's a continuous issue, you know, it's beyond me at that point, you know, and half of the time they don't want to pay for those extra hours.
1: So,
2: you know, if it doesn't connect with that, then it's not worth it. Not every project, you know, an interior decorator has to. Complete if it's not working. So that that vibe just we weren't vibing, you know. Right. No, that makes it because you said it was a relationship,
1: and, and you can't really have a relationship with everybody. Everybody isn't relationship ready. Right. So I figured you had to uh, break up with some people, yeah. Some clients. Listen, I may or may not have stalked your Instagram and webpage, you know, and I noticed that I see um, crystals. Mm -hmm. and some of your pictures Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I thought wow I like pretty rocks like I really like pretty rocks I decorate and I'll have I have some pretty rocks in my decoration actually they're kind of expensive but 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 the point is I still I still really like them and I like what they do visually to a room can you tell me more about that because I heard you talk you said the word energy you asked about uh, to something about spirituality and i've seen the um, the decorative um, clusters and and mm-hmm. geodes so tell me more
2: about how why reason behind those crystals so personally in my home, I have several crystals in specific areas um, for energy reasons color reasons and it brought me into a peaceful state on a daily basis. And I said, if this is making me feel like this, I would love to share this experience with other people, especially my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people, they think because of crystals, you have to know so much um, history behind it. There's no rules to crystals. Sometimes it's just how beautiful it looks. It makes you happy. It makes your space feel luxurious. It's a feeling. Again, that's the biggest thing for me is feeling. And every time I would put a crystal somewhere in somebody's home, they love that feeling. So that's kind of my way of reminding them that there is peace within your home. This is something from mother nature as well. And now you have a one of a kind peace because there's every crystal is not the same.
0: That's right. Mm, nice. And and you guys need to stop her on Instagram. We're going to put her information on <laughs> our in our um notes, but her work is stunning. It's beautiful and you definitely get that feeling um, from all of her reveals that I've seen, I've been watching her for a little while now and, um, and her people are so, so happy. So um, right. yeah, we, I had that good feeling when I look at the picture it goes, Oh wow. That really,
1: that looks good. Like I'd like to sit around in that room. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I like to do that. And I always with every client love to put at least one DIY. Um oh within their home to give a personal touch as well. That's something that I'm really big on. And that's um, what I believe sets me apart from a lot of interior decorators is uh-huh. I get very invested in my clients. It's, yeah. I think it's really important. I They want that HGTV reveal type of, you know, feel.
0: Right. right. So
2: I, I give it to them with just a little personal twist where, um, Like, for example, my last client, we, what I did is I decided to do a line art of uh, some of their family members that they love that has passed away and we placed it on their wall instead of your typical portrait photos on the wall, Mm -hmm. a black and white line art for the modern um, clean line look. And they absolutely loved it. They've never seen it before. And now they have a bunch of people that want that, smile, <laughs> that touch because they were like, wow, I never thought of doing something like that. So like that is and it was so they, they loved it. It was so yeah. it's something that they can see every day.
1: Yeah, that is a okay. whole idea. I'm like, that was brilliant. I was going to ask you, what do you mean? D.Y.I. I mean, no, but I know what that means. But what I didn't understand is in the context of uh, you being the interior decorator, what is a do-it-yourself? Are you telling
2: me that you created that line art? So for every project, it's either I created myself or or I connect with mostly or actually every single one um, (laughs) of Black artists. Mm -hmm. And I connect with them because I feel like in our community, I can, if, if I eat, you eat and I'll find ways to bring other artists in somebody else's home as well. I am loving this so much. So it's fun. It's fun. And the clients love it. Um, again, that, um, client, we also did custom African coasters. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was still hitting the luxurious feel and those little things is what the client was like. I love the most, these personal touches.
1: Wow. You're good. She's good. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) So, but I, I, I get that you have these projects and you get to work with these wonderful people, but what if you don't have a really good, a really big budget or, I mean, how, How can I, if I want to make my bedroom like stand out and and be a place that I can get away from all the madness in my life, but I don't have the money to um, hire an interior decorator. Like say if I have $500, what would you tell me to do to make that space special for me? I'd tell you to go to a hotel or
1: <laughs> close your eyes and imagine you're in a luxury hotel. But I can't
0: do that every night. I mean, okay? $500. Mm-hmm. I know I'm thinking like I need to have
1: money, like $10,000 but... $10, and say, okay, help me do a thing. But I really Seriously. don't know.
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm so hoping. this is a really good
0: question here. I'm Thank you. I'm crossing my Uno. fingers. I'm glad we're recording. Cause I, I need help.
2: <laughs> so again, my, my number one question is how do you want to feel in this space? And what do you do in this space? So I would always have to ask you, you know, are you a person that wakes up and then you don't like the light coming in or do you love the light coming in? You know, um, and then do you like to stay in the bed and cuddle or are you like, let's get up and let me go. So functionality, uh huh. You want to feel, and then let's just say you, you love to be in the bed and you love the coziness and Mm -hmm. the darkness then I would suggest on places that people won't think Now I don't know I know stores are different in different Mm -hmm. states sure um, but don't sleep on the stores that are gently used things Mm -hmm. okay there are a lot of pieces that I actually have used in people's home that either have been gently used and I would flip it into something that is more luxurious or whatever oh. the style may be. So, for instance, a bed frame. You do not have to go to your typical place for a bed frame. Right. You mm-hmm. can go to a place that has been used already and you can do like a like an upholstery of the, of the actual furniture, you can mm. just change the color if you want. Let's say it's a you know um, a wooden frame that you didn't really care about. Mm-hmm. You can hand it down, you can paint it another color, and you have an entirely different. Like you can paint it black. That's nice. here's
1: the DIY coming out and slipping out, and I was just like, I can I can work on a different budget. Okay, let's see. You can go to the thrift
2: store as well. They have, be- the thrift stores is not like how it used to be. They have a lot of beautiful pieces of furniture that you okay. can find in there for an extremely low price. Oh. And then you can go to your local store like Target and get bedding, plush bedding. Do not sleep on Target as well. So, <laughs> you know, you figure out what you want to spend a little bit on, which will most likely be the mattress, the bed frame Uh some good curtains Mm, yeah and the bedding if if that and everything else comes into play like literally you can find a bed frame between 100 and 200 Uh dollars right you know you can get some great curtains for like 50 to 75 dollars we're nowhere near 500 dollars still well, right. That's true.
1: Well, then there's the cost. Of, all right. So, how do you approach cost with a client? You know, I'm I'm interested. I want I I would love for you to work with what I have, but I'd really like to change up some some of my the way my bedroom looks. How do we have the the, the cost conversation? I'm still in my head thinking, yeah, this is going to be ten thousand dollars, and you know, do I have that for this occasion? How how would you have me think about?
2: this and in, in terms of cost um i first look at what your favorite pictures were or mm-hmm. your expo pictures and then i'll tell you was that a realistic format of the room versus mm-hmm. the number that you gave me because in the survey right. questions mm-hmm. i'll give you what is your budget right oh that's good you that's know good. so i'll say you know if you tell me like a bedroom i'll probably start off like un- like let's start off with a thousand mm-hmm. and then i'll look at the picture and say okay this is the budget that you chose but with this look it's not it's not going to mesh so we right. either have to take away a couple of things there has to be a compromise in between so it just depends on what you are set that you have that has to be a must have in your room versus, oh, I just really wanted this because it looked cute in the picture. So we have to figure out those factors first. What is a must-have versus just wants? And no, then after that, we have to figure out, okay, you say you like to shop at CB2, but are you okay shopping at Target? Because there mm-hmm. are some clients that they just, this, these are the stores, this is where I want to shop, and that's it. And then if you are open to, you have to be flexible. And once you are flexible with that, I can say I can give you this with other pieces, you know, Mm -hmm. my, it might be a, it might not be glass, it could be acrylic, you know, like certain (laughs) things like that, Mm -hmm. but it will still give you the same feeling, then I can work with, okay, this was your budget, but we can go low or this is your budget, but if you want to go higher, you know, it, it's really a conversation. Right. It's not right. something that I can say like, this is what the numbers are going to always look like. Mm-hmm. It has to be a conversation first. And then I give an estimate after our conversation because I still don't give an estimate right on the phone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: that makes sense. I just
1: never engaged in the conversation. I was like, well, how does that work?
2: Yeah. and then And then also it comes into play of, how much the client also has to pay me, mm-hmm. you know. So, so sometimes that will decipher which budget direction they go with as mm-hmm.
0: well. That makes sense. I, I'm just curious. Like when people try, have you ever come into a home, and the person says, "I tried to do this myself," <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just. I got to a point where I couldn't do it anymore. Is there like a common mistake that people don't understand that they make all the time? Um, some people
2: think that they have to be matchy matchy with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like everything has to be gold. If I chose a gold as my as my accent, where no, right. you can actually mix metals. You know, oh. um. Or sometimes people get discouraged because when they do look at a magazine, let's say like Z Gallery, for instance, they feel like everything has to look blinged out, you know, and that's not the case, too. So I feel like sometimes the the pictures is what gets people frustrated because they're trying to match the picture so much that they kind of lose themselves with is this even what I really like, you know, to begin right. with? Right. And because mm-hmm. they can't get all the pieces, they feel defeated, you know? Right. So that's a common mistake. And then everything matching like the color palette, um, because sometimes a lot of the clients, they don't know how to mix colors and make uh, it feel come in. And right. that's why I I'm
1: represent in. that statement. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you so I, I really do. <laughs> you
1: know what you're saying now it 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 makes sense and ramel i want to normalize getting interior decorators it's like oh you have a new house are you gonna buy a new house you should really talk to my interior decorator you know just making that something that is not necessarily an afterthought but hey i am trying to um, furnish my home or I want a different look. I got kids leaving the house. You know, a lot of us are in that position. Right. Uh, among our listeners, we got kids leaving the house. There's an extra bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, the functionality of our houses change as our mm-hmm. children grow up. Yeah. And just having somebody who has the knowledge, who is the house whisperer, mm-hmm. who can help us make the changes in, in our, in our livelihood at home. I, I normalize interior decorators that's that's what we call in this this episode right here
2: (laughs) I'd like to add to um another common mistake is the misunderstanding of turnaround time when it comes to furniture and completing the project um sometimes people will get so excited they feel like everything is going to be completed in like the next two weeks But a lot of the furniture pieces that they're interested in, the turnaround time is like five weeks, six weeks. They're coming from different countries. Mm -hmm. Um, So patience um, has to be one of the main things with getting your place together, especially if you do not want to rush buying furniture Mm -hmm. and then not completely invested in it at the end. And that's a common mistake. They bought it. Da, 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 and then a month later, like, oh, I don't think I'm really in love with it anymore. You know, so don't rush the process.
0: Yeah, I I'll tell you a long, long time ago when I bought um, my current house, I hired an interior decorator to help me. Now, what it turned out is I could only afford to really get the living room done, mm-hmm. not the living room, but the, my family room done. So that's where we spend all of our time, you know, watch TV and everything. And it was the best money I spent. When I tell you, I never ever regretted any of the money that I spent on my decorator Mm -hmm. at all. I didn't, I don't even remember how much I spent on her. I don't care. (laughs) It's because she brought exactly the feel that I wanted in my family room. And actually she was able to get me deals on things that I would not have had access to. Um, Mm. So it actually made like my curtains be a lot more... um, accessible, like, cause I had custom curtains done, but she knew somebody who did these things and all, and she knew a place where I could pick out all my fabric that was at, you know, a really reasonable cost. And had I not had her and I tried to do those things on my own, I would not have been able to accomplish it. So I have so much respect for what you do, Dara and the amount of, um, you know, time and effort and the ability to layer and get all those things together and put them together. And the feeling that you give your clients is immeasurable. I know from being a receiver of those things, it's a feeling of like, I'm home. And it's, it's completely different than just walking in your house every day. And so, you know, I know that your clients appreciate everything that you've done for them. So um I would suggest it. You know, yeah. if you I I am here to say normalize it. Get yourself a Dara, okay? I like, I like it. Get yourself a Dara. As a matter of fact, you can
1: get yourself Dara. We will provide for you her information right. in the
0: show notes so that you can contact her yourself. But we are I'm going to give this moment for Tadara so that she can tell us a little bit about herself in terms of her, where we can reach her and you have a project that's coming up don't you miss oh I have yes yeah, several projects <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh I have several. You, well where can people find you um
2: the the best way to find me is Instagram um, so my, my home base page is Mixie Creations, M-I-X-Y-K-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S. Um, but recently I have started a portfolio page of just specifically before and after pictures, behind the scenes, um, and just what the process is like mm-hmm. and that's the Mixy experience.
1: I like that
2: so much. <laughs> yes. Or you can just give me a call. I'm like very, very friendly. Shoot me a text, you know? Um, I have that information on there as well. You know, slide in my DM. Let's let's start <laughs> it up, you know. So yeah.
1: Hey, really quickly, do you do anything for people remotely? You know, we're in COVID lockdown ish times. Yeah. We're about to open up and I was just curious, is there any of your services of possible?
2: Yes. Yeah, so, right now, actually, um, so the Mixie Experience website is under construction because we are adding more services. Mm-hmm. And one is virtual services for people that do not live in California. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm really excited about that because, like you said, sometimes people they like to be hands on and they want to go and, and buy the furniture, but I won't be able to be there. So uh-huh. there is a, and it's, it's cheaper as well for this service to, I I'll give you the, the rundown real quick. It's I'll make a mood board for you guys. And I will give you specific places for you to purchase I will create what you call like a 3D rendering to give you a feel of what your room will look like digitally. And then I will, if you need help with finding people to install in your area, I will do that as well. And we can get that done. Or some people, they will fly me out and I will go to their place in their hometown and give them a mixy experience.
1: Oh, great. All Look right, at the experience. Just, that the mixy experience—that is perfect. I, I can see that, that's attractive. That's it exciting,
0: is. Dara. Thank you so much for coming and sharing all your good wisdom with our listeners. I am so happy that we were yeah. able to make this happen.
2: Yeah, I feel like I learned a lot. Me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And like you said, it's it's good to. I love to help people really find that peace within their home like it's every it's everything for me I think like it's you know it gets crazy for interior decorators behind the scenes but that reveal day it's like this
0: is why I do what I do that's where it's at right yeah Yeah. oh well thank you for that I think we're gonna end it on on your beautiful words on your beautiful Mm -hmm. words so We appreciate that you would come by today and you would listen and get all this experience from our special guest today. So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at girlpodcast.com.
1: That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends,
0: email us at girlpodcasts at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. <laughs> so until next time, peace, peace and, and blessings. blessings.